Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still here after all these years, after all these tears I shed. Welcome back to I'm Still Here. I'm Heather. In 1998, at the age of 26, I was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. It changed everything for me and for my friends and family, but I'm still here. And in celebration of 25 years, I have my friend Christy back with us today. So, hello. Hello. How's it going? That's good. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's good to. How how could 25 years have gone by? So, I know. (laughs) I know. It's so crazy to think that we've been like living with this for 25 years, right? Yeah. I think, I don't know. It takes me back to like just, well, one we just were so young and didn't I don't know if we knew anything at the time really right I didn't but, feel like we were so young until Sydney turned that <laughs> age I was like she's so yeah. young <laughs> yeah yeah and some of it maybe it's good that we didn't know as much I don't know we just kind of tackled it right Yep. so You've been on here before and we've talked about a lot of different things, but let's just talk a little bit about kind of what you felt like or what, what, what you remember about those early yucky December days. It was a shock. Um, I heard it from my mom and I didn't believe her. How could that be? And so I think my parents went up to your parents' house and got the real scoop and I cried for a few days. I knew I wasn't going to cry on you. So I had to pull it together before I called. And I just thought, oh, that's going to be hard to tell people. So when I finally did, I mean, it wasn't a long time, but when I did call, I got Larry's dad and I just said, tell her I know. And I wanted, I wanted to talk to you when you were ready or. Yeah. I must have called back again because you had a lot going on. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, I was thinking about it before this call too. I mean, we've known each other our entire lives, right? We we grew up together. We spent almost every day of our childhood together. But um, when I was diagnosed, we weren't super close. Like we, we'd both gotten <laughs> married. We were kind of you know, we just drifted. We were yeah, drifting. Yeah, yeah, living kind of different lives. Um, got together occasionally, kind of thing. But it, I just remember. I think for both of us, it was a little bit like, holy smokes! Like, <laughs> it, I don't know. I just feel like, um, I don't want to say it was uncomfortable, but it was like a little bit hard. And you just dove head first in and I just so appreciate that thinking about that so I mean I, I think just, I've, oh, go ahead. no go ahead I've never been I'm, I kind of consider myself a bit of a wishy-washy person but I don't think I had ever been so sure of anything so I'm like well all of this has given me the realization that with intensity, I have clarity and I knew for sure I was wanted to be a part of it or help in any way that I could. And, yeah. You know, you know, yeah, I think, you know, we were young. We didn't think a lot about 
the end of times or anything, but I never, right. I was like, I, I wish I'd never have not had you, you know, I knew I'd lose parents or siblings or a spouse, but you were always in my mind. Right. We there. had watched beaches many times together. Yeah, though. that is true. <laughs> <laughs> That's the precursor to all of this. That's right. So, oh, shoot. And if you don't know beaches, you're young and you should go check out the movie, right? <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah, but it just was one of those things that you just kind of said, like, I'm I'm here to do this, whatever you need for it to be, right? Yeah, and I think I even quit my job without telling you. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how in I was. I don't know what I would have done if you said I don't need it I'm good (laughs) (laughs) yeah it just became a really easy um kind of that third piece of that you know kind of that puzzle or that triangle that surrounded me like with my mom and Larry and then you to be able to between the three of you you guys could handle me (laughs) that was the time waster (laughs) my superpower was wasting time with you well not just wasting time but um trying things out and like that that is true you know what I mean like there was so many things that it was just kind of like okay well what like you know I mean everybody of course is giving me a million ideas of things that I should be doing or could try or whatever and even just on a very basic level we knew like exercise is good and you know healthy food is good and whatever so I think I just appreciated that we, you know, we just kind of took our friendship from what we knew it to be and just like moved it over to cancer, you know? So we did a lot of shopping and looking around and yeah, walking and walking, talking. I I would love to know how many hours we spend on the phone. (laughs) I I know. Yeah. It's funny um it's we rarely text even now we rarely text we almost always talk on the phone we still live a couple hours apart so we don't see each other as much but it yeah our friendship You're probably is- the only one I still talk to more than I text because everything yeah. has flipped you know yeah I agree no I agree I think it's that's the way it is but I mean we um we were kind of in the early days of like whole foods and Trader Joe's. I don't was there a whole I don't even know if Whole Foods was was it? I think so. I think I remember the one in Evanston we went to. That was probably the first, maybe the first Whole Foods I'd been to. I think Ann Arbor probably had one. I think there was a store, I can't remember if it was Trader Joe's or Anna or Whole Foods that was tucked kind of back in that a little plaza. And now like the Whole Foods is I think you're right. Now it's like much bigger and all of that kind of stuff. So but yeah, just trying to figure out like, how do we, I don't know, how do we do this, right? So yeah, we just, we came up with new rules and we were gonna see what we could do. Yeah. How do you, I mean, I don't know. Do you remember being scared? Do you remember, what do you remember? I do. I mean, I didn't let my thoughts go very far. I don't think like, if, cause I, I guess, probably the earliest, I don't know the timing for real, but like mm-hmm. the, the first transplant must have come up fairly quick. I mean, it was it March. I checked in on March 17th. That's uh, right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I think those were scary days for me. And I think those I spent a lot of those days because I think when Larry was at work, I drove to Ann Arbor every day, the first one when you were admitted. And mm-hmm. I think I would kind of wipe the tears off of my face and, and go, you know, because I was, yeah, that was scary. That was, it really was scary. I think I was honestly like, you know, it, you remember parts of it better than I wasn't even, I mean, I was not even with it. I know. I didn't days. know that at first. I was thinking about that this morning for some reason. We like Joe. I think my dad was even there. I don't even know if yeah. you remember my dad being there, but we bickered about how to drive somewhere. And I thought, oh, whatever, you know, like and like, and then the same topic comes up however much later. And you thought the route that I had suggested was, and I was like, that was my route. And you didn't remember that conversation <laughs> oh, at all. Okay. I think that was the first time I was like, oh, you really were out of it. Yeah, might not have known. Um, But I do remember just thinking, well, it's scary and I don't know what's going to happen, but it's not going to be today. And I would get in the car and go, Mm -hmm. you know, so I just, I I guess kind of like that Tuesdays with Maury, I was, I didn't go to any bad thoughts for any length of time or. Yeah. I remember we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked a lot about different scenarios and you know we just didn't stay there very long yeah I don't remember talking about like death really I don't Not a little a little Not a lot. Yeah. yeah just worries about you know what, yeah what would what, happen yeah yeah I don't know um I also remember a conversation we were in the hospital and again I don't know if it was I don't know if it was surgery, a surgery or something, but, or I might've been even a transplant again. Like I bounced back and we're talking about literally how healthy we are. And we were, I know. Oh, and we, were waiting, you, we were waiting for you to get out. It was after the first transplant and we were basically packing up and getting ready. Like we've got this, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to get out of this unhealthy place. We got things to do. <laughs> and it is, it was so funny. We were like, well, we, could, we feel like we knew something Never, nobody else did yeah so like I mean it, it is interesting to kind of be coming out of the hospital <laughs> and talking about how healthy we were but I think that perspective was also just that we were so hyper focused on kind of well, all the good right and um, everything that we could do or everything it just was interesting yeah so. yeah I mean, we really, I mean, how interesting that we got to throw everything we had at it for a while too, you know, to just go, okay, we were firing on all cylinders with, because, you know, it was none of this, oh, well, I'll just make a few changes. No, it was pretty much like, what hadn't we changed, right? Yeah. (laughs) That was kind of like, what, what, and I think maybe that's a key point too, in terms of our friendship and and even the, the relationships that I had like with like it was so clear to me like that you having gone through this with me and Larry and my mom and things like that it was just solidified like yes this is exactly who we are supposed to be and whatever forever right mm-hmm. even though there were still you know more challenges ahead both for both of us right? yes. <laughs> you know? I think how do you think, do you think some of that clarity, I mean, affected you also, right? And yeah, I, mean, I kind of was like, I only get one life and I'm not 
doing it the way I want to. And so I made a lot of big changes and that I don't, I don't know what circumstances might've ever given me the courage to do that even. So, you know, divorce, new, uh, going back to school in a completely different field. Yeah. Pursuing, you know, just so many changes. changes. I don't, I don't, I don't know how I would have gotten, I mean, the route would have had to have been different if that all didn't happen. So. Yeah. I think it's, it's one of those things that you do. Like it is that clarity of, wow, how are, you know, how are we going to do this? And that's kind of, I mean, again, like you make changes in that respect. My relationship was solid, that kind of stuff, but it, it just does feel like before that, I don't think I'd ever thought about life in terms of like, what do I really want or how precious it is to be there. Right. And I just thought it was, you go through it. You, yeah. you, know, you, you go to college, you get a job, you do these things. Like, yeah. and I think something like cancer changes all of that. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like it was a bit of a do-over for me that I just don't even know I would have even occurred to me. I could do, I don't know. It was, yeah. It was life impacting for sure <laughs> yeah do you remember along the way like you know any of the hiccups like you know worried about progression or do you feel like the scariest part was really at the beginning well I the scariest part was probably always at the beginning I do remember I didn't really know the term red herring or something when oh yeah <laughs> And, yeah. um, but I remember being pretty afraid again. And I, yeah. I, I think I, my, your scan anxiety or whatever it gets yeah. called, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I had that too. Like it just, you know, we just knew how much everything could change from one result, it seemed like. And so yeah, I think too, like that. So that was in 2008 when I had a little bit of progression a couple of times, but then I had been on Fosledex since 2004 and it had been stable. And then I do a scan and they see something and then we start Herceptin. And then also, I don't know why or how that, but we just kind of pushed for a biopsy of that because mm -hmm. it was kind of like what what are we doing why are we changing something that we're not sure of but also I was like 10 years out which again that's kind of one of those times that you worry more about recurrence or progression or whatever just because like you don't know people who are farther than that you know mm -hmm. like every time you get to one of these monumental things you're like oh gosh who who's you know who's yeah, here who's, or who's in front of me, interference or, from me yes right. exactly <laughs> but then I I'm so grateful for having done that biopsy because what it came back was as a red herring which means that it wasn't cancer it kind right. of presented as that but it wasn't and what a huge boost right yeah. to knowing that that was I think you've always had a clarity and confidence that I've that I'm like, I don't, I don't know that I ever, that was inspiring to watch you go, no, we need to answer this better, or I don't want more, I want less, or, you know, you had yeah. strong opinions, and I think that, that a lot of people wouldn't have had the courage to. Well, I think back. that, well, and I appreciate that, but I think part of it is also just realizing that what's on the other side of that might be great, you know, right. I right. mean, again, to, to get that, and I think some of that came from even really early on, like with, 
uh, the chemo, like initially you have cancer and you're like, get it out, get it out, get it out. Well, we weren't doing surgery, which was pretty unusual also with that. But man, to watch that tumor shrink, like, holy smokes, you know, what a great thing. So maybe even just a little bit of that coming back, like, wait a second, let's take a look at that. And, and there's probably like some you're clobbering the cancer. Yeah, clobbering, clobbering the cancer. That will always be one of my favorite statements. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just so cool that um, that yeah, that we could learn that and and kind of keep going from that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I do feel like I could have applied that to maybe a few others. <laughs> I don't know if the radiation was my, well. I, you know, but again. It is. That is what it is. Turning out just right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Still here. Right. Yes. These are the days that I I hoped for. And when we're at the cabin or Florida or tailgating at Michigan, you know, it's, you know, I don't even think I dared to hope for them. It was that scary, you know? Yeah. Well, I remember too thinking, like, I remember we used to talk, like, there will never be a day that we don't talk about cancer. And it's like, oh, there's lots of days. <laughs> there's lots of days that we don't talk about cancer. You know, there's probably not many days that we don't think about it a little bit, but it's not right. in the same context, you know? I think the first one I kind of remember, and it was funny, we, we had been, I think, at the zoo with Sydney and she was tiny. We lost that blanket that she loved. Oh, her favorite and I was blanket. Like, and I think I saw someone else at the zoo and I was like, wow, that's the first time. Because I, I think they were wearing a hat or something. And I was mm. like, Wow, we, that was pretty early on to think, okay. not think about it so much. I think, yeah. And someone had said there will, you'll never do another thing where you don't think it's it's it or whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm glad that wasn't true. Yeah, yeah. I think instead of it being like feeling like that, it's more. I think it has impacted our decision making and wanting to experience more or do more or make meaningful connections in life, but not it, you know, I don't know, not it filling the room in the same way as, as what we thought it would, you know? Right. Right. So. I mean, I think one of my goals too, of just hanging around was I just wanted things to feel kind of normal. I think that's, you know, something I thought, well, I can, if we're all in the same place, if things feel normal when we're together, you know, even if nothing around us, that's going yeah. on is normal we've sat and you know played as little kids and <laughs> chit-chatted and I can remember giggling in waiting rooms and thinking wow these people probably think we're rude <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think having had a lifetime of memories to draw from was definitely and a comfort level with each other was you know something that was you know just awesome and helpful yeah and, and so lucky, I guess, because yeah. not everybody, that not many people get that. Yeah. No, I agree. I, it's funny because when people say lifelong friends, they'll say, yeah, we met in seventh grade. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd already yeah. done them. No. <laughs> many we'd years. already clocked a few years by yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So how often do you, um, do people reach out to you about cancer or how, how has that Oh, well, I have a lot. Um, not lately, I guess, um, since I'm not sitting in an office talking to people all day, every day anymore. But mm-hmm. I mean, people know, I guess, because I talk about it. I'm like, it's such yeah. a good story. I have, I got 
an email from an old account manager. I really didn't, it, when I was corporate EDS stuff, they, yeah. um, that I didn't really even know her very well. And she emailed me. She's like, I remembered your story and I wanted you to know I went with my sister and I never would have, you know? And yeah. I was like, Oh, and I did. I just, I told people and patients when I was working with them every day and I got a lot of, I remembered, I remembered. And yeah, so I do think that that's super cool. That gives me goosebumps on my arm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so cool because I think too, I mean, it's so, it's so cool that you can impact the people around somebody with cancer, you know, in a way that's helpful to the, the patient, right? Like, I, I don't have the ability to do that. That's your role, you know, and it's so needed, right? You know, I don't know. So I, I think I always underestimate my role a little bit, but, you know, like, it yeah. just, I think I didn't do anything, but I showed up. You did. That's exactly it. I think that, don't they say that's like 75% of life? Is like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm more likely to miss a birthday party or something than something really important. When, it, when the stakes are high, I'm there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what, what do you think you're, how do you think it's impacted you in terms of the way you think, the way you do things? I think I'm grateful. I think that much younger I got to go. I don't know how long this ride is going to last and, yeah. you know, to savor it. And you'll never hear yeah. maybe, like, oh, yeah. And, you know, I just, right. I, and I remember uh, since we just got past Thanksgiving, I remember like that first Thanksgiving. So it was almost a year after yeah. your diagnosis and thinking, God, this has been the best and the worst year all at the same time. And yeah. I didn't know those two could be the same year. I find know? that they do. I think they do coincide. I think it's so much, it's true that when life is just moving along, you kind of, you miss it. Or... Yeah. Like we understood the peaks and the valleys, right? Like, and how yeah. much those, yeah, do play together. So so I think I just see it all different. I guess uh, hopefully a little more mindful of, you know, I feel I, I try to recognize the peaceful times and yeah. recognize the turbulence is just, hopefully this is just turbulence and it will pass and yeah, or we will get through it or whatever. Yeah. So I, I guess it, it has changed me in a lot of ways. Just keeps my feet up. Maybe my feet are on the ground better than they were before. I don't know. Good okay. question. How about <laughs> Do you remember what you told or your husband, Jeff, how much, when did you tell him about it or how did he know about it? He probably knew about it the second, <laughs> probably immediately. Okay. I, I, I can't, I can't imagine it just like I always say, you don't have to know me very long or very well before you okay. hear about my friend. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't, I, I don't remember. Okay. I, he, went, I know, he was at the three day with us and okay oh yeah a, that was pretty early on in that stuff yeah hmm I'm just trying to think about like timeline of that because there was a little bit of time where I keep thinking about when you had bought your house when you were single and you bought your house and you were doing great and everything and you called me one day and you're like I don't have a lawnmower <laughs> 
we put my grill together or something. And you yes. were kind of melting down a little bit and you would yeah. melt it together so well through so many things. And I was like, well, I can freaking help you buy a lawnmower. So <laughs> I think that was a, the, the fear of being on my own again sure. and thinking, I don't know if I got what it takes, but I'm going to try. So yeah, you helped me through a lot of those things. Yeah. Again, I've always, a, a part of me is I will rise to the occasion and I will fall apart on something dumb. Yeah. That's, well, that's, that's okay. okay. At least I go, I get the luxury of falling apart on something dumb. If it's important, I, I won't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. We're all good at different things. Right? <laughs> I think that's true of all of us though. I think we all fall apart at, at things that we then look back and go, why couldn't I handle that? It's because the right. stress level went to the top, right? But yeah. Or it wasn't that intense. And so it was a fine time to fall apart because sure. you were going to sometime. And yeah. Might as well get it away, get it out of the way on the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. So when you hear people or when people come to you and are talking to you about like diagnosis, what do you usually tell them? What's your first thing? Um you know, I do. I I, I say I, I and I I have to worry about being a little too curt about it. I think sometimes. Cause, yeah. Um. You know, I I always say I wouldn't wish it on anyone. I know good things come out of bad things. And I'm not sure yeah. that's always what people want to hear. You know, like because it seems. Yeah. And I I mean I think I'm sure I know how scary it is. So I'm sure I'm yeah. empathetic, but. I do. I remember it must have been a fundraiser for something. And I asked, it was like somebody, it wasn't really anything to do with me. I was somebody else was playing softball or something. And I was like, what kind of cancer is this for? Just any old cancer. And someone said, I've never heard someone say that before. (laughs) And I was like, well, I'm trying to figure out what we're fundraising for. But sometimes I'm like, so. Yeah. I guess because we, you know, yours was so, such a big diagnosis that. Yeah. I think we, I definitely have problems with that too. Or even just, you know, we just had, there was a local event and they did bras for a cause. And part of me is like, oh, I can't even, you know, say something. And again, all the money goes to the community and it's like, okay, I get that. But also like, I'm kind of like, I don't know. And I don't want to, I mean, we're past, we made it past October and all that, but I'm like, awareness. I think we're all aware. Let's, let's figure this out. Well, and even, I mean, even, like um even the whole sorry uh going to the community I'm like okay I I I don't know if people need another gas card I mean I get it it's helpful but we need research we need cures we need you know I I think some of that stuff is I don't know I mean it's well-intentioned but it's you know so it does throw things, it does throw me off at least, I would say. So and yes, and all of it on food products. And if you read the details, oh, yeah. they're not really given that much. They're you're they're getting more much more off the they're profiting the- off it way more than they're, what they're donating, right? For right. sure. So but. yeah. So can you I can't even imagine at this point, I can't even imagine what our life would be like without I, cancer. Yeah, that, I was thinking about that too. You know, we mentioned we drifted before and I'm like, I really don't even know what would have brought us back. And I don't know either. I really don't. And I'm glad we're back. I'm sorry. Maybe it was the, that that was the road we had to go, but 
yeah, no, I think it's, it's one of those things that there's no regrets in that for me, you know, me neither. No, I can't, I can't, I wouldn't have it any other way, you know, like, right. I, I can't imagine. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, it's, it's been crazy. It's crazy to think that we've, that I've really, that I've lived with it as long as I lived without it. I mean, I'm like, I literally remember now more life with cancer than life right. prior to cancer. Right. So that's incredible. it is crazy, but there's been a lot of good things. So, and I think about like when we were five, we had no idea what we were <laughs> marching toward. And, yeah. Know, yeah. Crazy. It is crazy, but I, um, yeah, I just want to say thank you for walking this road with me and I appreciate our friendship and I feel yeah. the same and again I've never been so sure of anything as I was going to be there with you yeah there was nowhere else on earth I was going to be <laughs> all over every place we were so well I uh I I think the plan is just to keep making memories and not having them be related to hospital stays so let's just stay on that track stay the course <laughs> stay <Yeah>. the course <laughs> no we can handle tough things but hope we don't have to so we've had a lot more fun than we have oh for tough sure. yeah even in the even in the tough places I think we still had fun most of the time I, 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 I mean that's what I learned there's there's cancer comedy who would have thought yeah, yeah you know? absolutely we're only allowed to do it, but it, yes, there's a lot of that too, right? Like, I mean, it's kind of funny how it know. doesn't translate well to anyone no, else. No, you, not at you all. can't share that story. You're like, no. <laughs> all right. Well, here's to the next 25 years, and uh, uh, thanks for coming on today. I'll thanks for having you. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still here. After all these years, after all these tears I shed I'm still here, and I'm walking this earth like I should be There was days that I didn't know if I would be Yeah, yeah Now I stand tall with my feet in the ground and my head in the clouds Cause I'm still here, like I should be Yeah, yeah, like I knew that I could be hope you love this episode of I'm Still Here and I wouldn't want you to miss out on what comes next. So be sure to rate, review, and follow this show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, especially if you found it helpful. We need all the shares, likes, stars, and love we can get. We'd also love to hear from you. Leave your comments and questions and we'll incorporate them into future episodes. Have a great day.